This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 17th of March. New brand, new me, Justin. <laughs> Katmandu Holdings will forever be known as KMD Brands. The big question I'm wondering is whether all year round 80% clearance <laughs> sales will be gone or sticking around. Bold name, KMD Brands. I know. Brett, hold on to your iPhone because Apple's biggest tech supplier has closed its production complexes because of a new COVID outbreak. I know. I thought the world was over COVID lockdowns. Three resilient stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. F45, the Aussie-founded, publicly listed gym franchiser, Mm -hmm. has called itself the fastest growing fitness franchiser in the world after record revenues for the fourth quarter of 2021. This is big news for the humble gym that started way back in Paddington. Mm. What happened here? So F45 is an Aussie gym that started back in 2011, Mm -hmm. yes, in New South Wales. It's a pretty simple concept. Each workout is 45 minutes, mainly focusing on high-intensity interval training, or HIIT. It's short, it's snappy, and it's full of sweaty high fives at the end. <laughs> and Brett, it's come a long way since its beginnings. Yep, Marky Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is an investor now. And now it also has over 1,750 gyms in over 45 countries. Now, Justin, F45 listed publicly on the New York Stock Exchange in July last year mm-hmm. and it just reported its first earnings as a public company. Walk me through it. Total revenue up 63%. And the plan is to open another 1,000 franchise gyms in 2022. Huge! So what is the key learning here? For a company that wants to grow globally and grow fast, franchise models are often the quickest way to get there. Think about it. F45 HQ doesn't need to worry about leasing a site, mm-hmm. purchasing a gym equipment, or community management. Which is big at F45. Yep, they've created a franchise model with standard procedures, and they let franchise owners do much of the hard work. Franchise owners source the location. They also pay for the equipment. They manage the challenges, the new members, and the sweaty high fives. <laughs> and it seems to be quite lucrative for the franchisees as well. And Brett, there are now 1,600 franchisees who have bought the rights to open F45 globally in 2022 and 23. So it's no surprise, Justin, they're now claiming to be the number one gym franchiser in the Mm. universe. For our second story, Suncorp, the Australian insurer, has received over 34,000 claims as a result of the floods and weather in Queensland and New South Wales, and they reckon the worst is yet to come. Scary times in Australia, Justin. What is the story with this one? Okay, so as we know, in the past two weeks, Australia's been hit with one of our worst natural disasters ever. So Suncorp, which also happens to own Amy Insurance and GIO, Mm -hmm. they've been hit with over 34,000 house claims. But Brett, they expect another 10,000 claims to still come through. Juzzy boy, get this one. Approximately 7% of households have flood risk. So although Suncorp jacked up its prices by around 7.5% last year, it's expected that prices may increase again. The reason you asked, Justin? Mm -hmm. Climate change. So what's the key learning here? The bread and butter for insurers is pricing. You know, using complex algorithms to assess the likelihood of an event occurring. And the financial impact that the event will have on the customer's life. Brett, to determine an insurance premium, insurers generally use historical information as their key data point. They might be asking, how many people have gone to Bali? They might be asking, how many times did a phone get stolen in Bali <laughs> over the last five years? What is the average cost of the phone that made its way to Bali? <laughs> Insurance premium calculated, bada bing, bada boom. But Justin, in a world of climate change where there is no historical mm-hmm. data, calculating the impact of natural disasters becomes a lot harder. Exactly. Suncorp would like to look back on decades of data to make predictions, but the climate is changing so quickly that it can't look back further than five years. Case in point, my friend, 
And five years ago, Suncorp expected $600 million worth of damage from natural hazards. This year, it put aside nearly $1 billion. And they reckon even more will be needed in future years. Mm. For our third and final story, the global healthcare sector, including ASX-listed ResMed, is on high alert because the war in Ukraine has started to derail production of medical devices. Just when we thought the COVID supply chain issues were starting to come good. Mm -hmm. Tell me more, Justin. Okay, so over the last few years, Ukraine's actually become a key part of the chip-making process for medical devices. Tell me more, if you will. (laughs) Okay, Ukraine manages half the world's supply of neon gas, (laughs) which is used in semiconductor chips. And those very semiconductor chips are essential for MRI Mm -hmm. machines and ventilator machines too. And Brett, because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the two major suppliers of neon gas have stopped their operations. The icing on the cake, you Mm asked, Justin. 30% of the world's palladium is from Russia, which is crucial for the semiconductors as well. So Brett, this leads to a lot of talk about how companies are pushing to bring production back home. Ah, so what is the key learning here? Over the last two years, global manufacturing has been hit with the old triple whammy. Whammy number one, (laughs) relations between the Western world and China breaking down. Whammy number two, a global pandemic. Whammy number three, you ask? Well, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And Brett, with these three whammies, the ideals of a globalized economy have really come into question. For many manufacturers, particularly in the healthcare space, like those who rely on Ukraine, Russia, China, it's forced them to have a rethink of where they produce their products. And it could become the beginning of a withdrawal from a single globalized market. Big shout out to Rick, who's having his engagement party this weekend from his mate Jamie, who's telling him to behave. And Justin, another shout out from a member of the Flux family, Lewis, who only listens to the podcast with his shoes on, doesn't like it when his shoes (laughs) are off. If you want to shout out one of your mates on the pod, we're bringing it back. Hit us up at Flux.Finance on TikTok or on Instagram. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.